Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 348. We are at Podcast Talks About Anime, Games, Conventions, the Fandom, Geek Stuff, and Everything in Between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Yeah, and I purely accidentally mistimed jump on that one. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I'm like, okay... The intro is is the coming up is coming out, so I'm like, okay. For some reason, I hit the skip button to go to the next track because I'm thinking, okay, I already got my five seconds of dead air. Hit skip track, but nope. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> oh man, we are live tonight, week of March 6, two thousand eighteen, here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at nine thirty p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at two p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Mark X Chat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG. You can head on over to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork, where there's some information about the Vogue Network and some of the shows that are on the network. And there is an IRC link. If you click on that, if you have Chatzilla, it'll bring you directly into the chat room. And we're also on Discord, so head on over to vognetwork.com slash discord and you'll be able to join the chat via the the application or the browser either or we're here we're having a good time let's have some fun tonight shall we sure okay I didn't hear anything from Mako-chan so she's probably plotting something plot 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 see see and if we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Rayjader says, Ron is doing shit prematurely again, huh? Well, you know. And that's all I have to say about that. I think it might be just one of those shows tonight. <laughs> I'm just sitting here trying to hold my mouth and not be a smartass. Like that stop. That's so not like you. I know, right? Has it stopped your ass before? Yeah. No, there are just some things you don't be a smart ass about, and premature is one of them. Yeah, because I believe I'll be hanging out with you this weekend. Yeah, and I don't want to get my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, j- just what just what they need. Human, Luna, and Artemis arguing in front at, at each other in front of the damn theater, surrounded by Sailor Senshi. That'll definitely bring the morale up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Although not for nothing, I could see Luna arguing with Artemis about that shit. Yeah. Just saying. And Artemis like, well, you know, and Artemis just turned out like, you know what? You can, I don't give a... I can just see him just being a cantankerous fuck about that. You know what? You know, like, it's sort of like he just becomes Al Bundy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so which one would be the first one to, you, like, you're like, please stop fighting to them? Mm, I would, you mean which sense you would say that? Yeah. I, I would say either Ami or Chibiusa, but. I'm thinking more, no, it would probably be Jupiter, probably say, please stop fighting. No. No? No, she'd take sides. Mm, maybe. It, it, it would be Ami. Yeah, Ami, yeah. 
All right, now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead. Let's go, how was your week? How was your day? Ari, how was your week? How was your day? <clears throat> well, today's payday, so I managed to pay off the rest of the rent from last month because I got hit with all sorts of weird expenses at the end, end of the month. Mm. <clears throat> and, well, I'm get, getting ready to... Uh, well, we got another nor'easter coming, which it's going to be a lot, a lot of fucking snow, apparently. We've already got a state of emergency declared in our state. Which is stupid for anybody that is further south than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can't control how the governor thinks. Yeah, I know. As soon as I heard that it was a state of emergency for the entire state, I'm like, you do realize half of the state isn't getting anything, right? I was like, yeah, we have trouble filling up the, uh, the the exit close to where you live, so you want to work there tomorrow instead? I'm like, well then. <laughs> and let's see, what else? I don't think there wasn't any pay-per-view events this weekend, was there? No, there wasn't. No, next weekend or something like that. I think Fastlane. Yeah, um, ow, that hurt. <clears throat> And so, yeah, it was mostly uh, work-related stuff, so Just trying to survive like that. I hear you. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, pretty good. I'm uh, basically just trying to get ready for this coming weekend. Oh, yes. Yes, I'm very, very, very excited. I think What's we this all... weekend? Uh, the Japanese Sailor Moon musical is coming to the States this weekend and next Wednesday through theater events, and I didn't care that I had to drive an hour for that one. Because that whole thing is going to be like, what, almost three hours anyway, so... Yeah, that's worth it. Yes. But I also am not going by myself, mm -hmm. so that makes it good, too. Because having to drive that, you know, that distance and then s being stuck in the theater by myself just kind of sucks. No, no way. So, yeah, so just, uh, um, even though it's not supposed to be bad in my area, we've already been given a snow day for tomorrow, mm. which I'm not going to turn down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to clean and catch up on TV and, uh, do laundry and all that fun stuff. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been on the show in three weeks, and I'm still boring, people. <laughs> it is what it is. You just gotta deal with it. Yes, you just have to deal with it. <laughs> Sunglasses. Deal with mm. it. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. It's just... I'd say interesting as in the same old song and dance. Um, I may have finally found somebody to buy, to not buy, but get rid, take my coffee table off my hands. Because once that's gone, I can move my plastic storage bins into that corner and then add another one. I'm, I'm thinking, do I have three or do I have four? I don't remember. <laughs> and I'm still going to put a light in that back area, but that clears out 
my storage space inside my storage closet so I can put the stuff that's behind my um, bookcase there for easy access you know makes things a little bit easier a little bit nicer and also I am just as hyped for this weekend because um, the final Sailor Moon mu musical La Movement Final will be airing in select theaters across the country and also in later news in Canada and we'll get into that in just a bit but we have a small squad going to the Jersey location and what's interesting is that when they first announced it it said New York and I looked it up it was Jersey and I said fuck it bye anyway and it was <laughs> no it was a kind of a good thing too because the New York theaters just opened up ticket sales for it just did so I'm yeah, so you get to come hang out with your Jersey Sailor Moon peeps instead of your New York Sailor Moon peeps. I only have like one. I can count on one. I think I can count on half a hand who my New York Sailor Moon peeps are. At least I think most <laughs> of my new, most of my Sailor Moon peeps are are spread to the four winds. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, that's basically has been my weekend day. And I still have my heater running and yeah, the whole snowstorm thing and I have to go in tomorrow. So, at least it'll be an easy shift. Yeah, you're going to have issues in your area. Not really. And I hear that New York's public schools are still open. No. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. I should actually check the website now and see schools.nyc.gov. Because I know people on, on Facebook were like, we're, we're, we're waiting. We're waiting for it. And right now, as of an hour ago, official New York City Schools Twitter... We will closely monitor the weather overnight and keep you apprised of any updates. Please sign up for direct alerts at Notify NYC and follow Notify NYC. All I know is, because of the snow, I had to go out and buy brand new boots. And I went out and bought a new pair of sneakers, which I may have to take back because I got them in my size, but these are our relaxed fit, so I'm kind of sliding around as I walk. So I probably just need a 10 wide. So... I'll probably do a swap out Thursday or Friday, depends on how I feel. But I got the boots. They're they're a size up because they don't come in wide. But when I wore them, they felt fine. And I'm like, these don't have like the typical sole, so you know. Mm. And they have like more of a sneaker sole, but that works for me. And they're waterproof. That's even better. So. Now that we got that out of the way, we'll go ahead and take our first break. When we get back, we'll tell you about this uh, late-breaking news about Sailor Moon in Canada. Okie dokie. Sounds like fun. Yeah, and I have to say, it's about time, too, for them. So, yeah, um, we'll be back.
Oh, well then. That's one way to to uh, to end a song because normally it has like that little down and out. It just ended flat like that. And then I need to pay attention to the little pop up in the corner telling me that the tracks have changed. And thanks to Ray J, I forgot to turn them on, but check ins are live. So go ahead, check in, earn your VOG points. So go ahead and check in. If you're listening on the podcast syndicated feed look for a passphrase somewhere in the episode when you hear it head on over to to um vognetwork.com put in that um passphrase and earn your vog points now like i said there was some news coming in so let me tell you all about that real quick and i have to thank um Friend of mine up in up in, in Quebec. I, I forget it. I got let me let me pull this up real quick so I know exactly is uh, uh my my friend David um sh- um Loki's crossplay. He's the one that told me about this. So thank you. And as the usual story is, Canada always gets the short end of the stick when it comes to uh, Sailor Moon releases and stuff. But it seems that. Uh, seeing people who is showing it here in the state, Sign Life Entertainment, they're partnering up with Cineplex to release the final um, musical, uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Lay Movement Finale, a special screening. Um, let's see. As of right now, there's three theaters in Alberta. There is seven theaters in British Columbia, one in Manitoba, Newfoundland, two in Nova Scotia, uh i believe four eight nine twelve about 20 or so in ontario um three in quebec and one in saskatchewan it's basically you'll find them at the majority of the cineplex theaters in canada um for more information you can actually go over to uh sailormoonlive.com and you, there's a complete listing of all of the um theaters that is showing on uh, the special and I'm looking right now. Um, yes, if you look, if you if you go on, yes, yeah, SailorMoonLive.com and scroll down, they have all of the states and provinces listed alphabetically. So your best bet is to just search your state or province and see what cities have it listed to check it out. And just for the record, Mako John. Uh-huh. They still don't have New Jersey listed. Of course not. I, Everybody's I, like, fuck Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold up. Hmm. You know how they have, uh, on the website, Sign Life Entertainment, they have it state, city, and then the theaters. Mm-hmm. They have Canada listed as a state. Ugh. That's just bad. Yeah. Okay. And, and they have the province listed as a city. Well, I guess that's yeah. one way to do it. Yeah, I mean... It's a screwed up way to do it. <laughs> I know. But I... it's one way to do it. It's the wrong way to do it. Exactly. But it is technically a way to do it. <laughs> wow. 
That's all. That's not, you know. Okay, so now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead and get into uh, tonight's topics. Um, Marco, tell us about Blade Runner. Sorry, I'm yawning. Of course you are. Of course I am. Mm -hmm. So in the spring issue of the Shuisha Kotobo magazine, uh, they're doing a couple of different interviews as part of the Blade Runner 2019 to 2049 feature. Um, it will be shipping in March, and this particular one includes a discussion um, about the 1982 Blade Runner and the Blade Runner 2049 sequel that debuted last year. Uh, in the feature, uh, Hirohiko Araki, mm -hmm. who you all would know as uh, the manga creator for Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, um, he did an interview in this um, basically saying that he got a lot of influence for his manga work from Blade Runner, uh, stating that he wanted to be able to make manga that were like films. So when the manga launched in 1987, he said that Blade Runner's Roy Batty, um, with the blonde, short, the short blonde hair, and the muscular build was a big influence for Dio. And then they've got a picture of the two of them, and I could see it. Mm-hmm. Though uh, Dio has much nicer hair than uh, Roy Batty. Yes. Yeah, well, he's got anime hair. Of course. Anime hair is almost always good-looking hair. Hmm. See, but... Like... Also, don't don't forget that you know, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Its main influence is from music. Just saying. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, I can I can see that it would definitely be music, but I can also see them. You know, I could see him pulling from the media of the eighties. Well, that's true. I mean, here he even stated that he used the particular, you know. Not necessarily exactly. Dio has like a mullet this. in this picture. <laughs> yeah, well, that is typical eighties. Um, but I mean, you know, the the artist and the mangaka and all of them, they they do take influences from various, you know, things that are popular. They take what they like and things like that to flesh out their own characters. So. It's not a surprise that, you know, a, a manga and later on an anime based off of 80s music would also be, you know, have the characters based off of popular characters that happen to be portrayed during that time period as well. You thought all those... <clears throat> You thought all those moments would be lost in time like tears in the rain, but it was me, Dio! I still have to track down a copy of the Diamond is Unbreakable movie and watch it. Yeah, the Roy Batty soliloquy at the uh, end of the first Blade Runner, it's really deep shit. I believe it. Because Dio, he, he, is that, he is that villain where 
he doesn't really care. He'll get what he wants, but also he's a bit of a philosophical type of guy, you know? And me, I just really, really wished I could get into the art style because I knew I know that I would enjoy the series. I just can't get past the fucking art style. Of each part? Almost all of the parts have the same fucking 80s, you know, overly muscular art style. Not, not Diamond is Unbreakable. It's there, but it's not as... I've watched some of Diamond is Unbreakable. It's it's basically that, you know, just modernized. And no, it still does not appease me. All right. Well, I do know there's a death battle happening. Um, Jotaro versus Kenshiro. Or was that Joseph? It's one of them. Oh, God. Oh, well. Blade, Blade versus Road Warrior. Mm. Place your fucking bets. <laughs> <laughs> We live, we die, we live again! That's Mad Max, but it, that works too, sure. Close enough. Now, this is something we I think we talked about maybe at least, this comes up maybe at least once a year, one way or another, and it's data breaches. NIS or NIS America whatever you prefer, they suffered a data breach between um, January 23rd and February 26th. This happened with their online store. Any customers who have paid by card during this time may have had their, their credit card or login details compromised. Customers who have used PayPal may have had their contact information, billing, or email addresses compromised. NISA discovered this on February 26th, and upon discovery of this, shut down the store and found the cause. But the store also suffered a second breach for a period of 14 hours, starting around February 28th. Marketing supervisor Travis Schroeder told ANN that NISA determined it was one avenue of attack, likely from the same individuals who worked immediately to shut down that one. When ISA informed its customers via email of the two breaches, which happened, I mean, happened on when it happened, they email said that on the 28th of February, second one said that on the March, 2nd of March. And it's emailed to its customers. They explained that the skimming process had access to all information provided by the customer during checkout, including their name, address, credit card number, expiration date, CVV security code, and email address. Customers who have placed new orders using their PayPal account were redirected to this malicious process before signing into PayPal. So we do not believe that the payment or login information was compromised in this event. After being sent the malicious web page, the customers will return to a secure PayPal login page. We do not collect social security numbers as there is no evidence of any payment or billing information pro provided prior to January 23rd, 2018 was compromised. Schroeder told ANN that NISA has taken steps to ensure there will be no further data breaches. I would just like to say on behalf of NISA that we are very, very sorry to have this breach of security on our site. We continue to work tirelessly since detecting this malicious attack to properly communicate and react to best benefit our most trusted customers and partners. We have increased our security and will continue to see how to prevent future attacks as well. Well, this is not the first time this has happened. I have been caught in three data breaches. Actually, four. Target, Home Depot, 
Staples, and a place I used to work at. But they kind of kept everybody happy by throwing in a year of credit security monitoring and protection. Two of those data breaches happened within six months of each other, so it's like, what the fuck? Now, that's what this needs to do. They need to offer a year of free um, prote- credit card monitoring and protection. Simple as that. Hmm. I can't say that I've you know, had as much bad luck with uh, security scares like this. I don't think a lot of people have, but my thi- I guess it, my thing is that this is what you do. You know, you 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 say you sorry about what happened. This is how we're gonna go about fixing it. Let us pr- cover. Let's let's cover your credit and stuff for a year. I mean, at least you know. Yeah, I had uh, what was it about two years back, three years back? Mm-hmm. I had one uh, through Wendy's. It was local. It was like a couple of Jersey stores, a couple of New York stores. And then I suddenly got an email going, hey, you know, by the way, uh, yeah, I actually still have the email. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I actually got, I actually tossed all of mine, so, you know. Yeah, I, I, the email's sitting right here. I have no idea why I still have it. Um, but yeah, this was from uh, July of 2016. And the breach was done earlier that year. Delete. <laughs> Deleted. Delete. 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 Sorry. <laughs> and yeah, we go. Yes, back. yes, you are. You can tell what kind of nerd a person is by how they say certain, you know, words like that. Mm, true. True. And if we go in our chat room here at live.bognetwork.com, in response to uh, Kenshiro versus Jotaro Kujo, Bob Kofi says Kenshiro would win. Muso Tensei is fucking broken, even versus Jotaro's The World. Hmm. I could have, you know, I'm, I'm actually trying to look it up online because I know there was one that was people were just talking about, unless it was something like they brought up from the past or something like that. Oh, well. Eh, it is what it is. So, anywho. Ari, tell us about The Shape of Water, which won Best Picture of the Year. Yeah, I wasn't paying too much attention to the I, Oscars. I, I had it running in the background. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Oh, let's Final Fantasy artist Yoshitaka Amano drew collaboration art for, Guillermo, for Guillermo del Toro's The Shape of Water, which opened in Japan on Thursday. The fantasy drama film about a mute woman and a humanoid amphibious creature is nominated for 13 awards at the 90th Academy Awards. Amano said he imagined his creature, the creature's original underwater home when he drew the illustration. Regarding the film, Amano said, It's wonderful. 60s and 70s America is an era I like, and I like this film very much. And he said it reminded him of his own time living in America. Hmm. He regularly draws collaboration and tribute art, and he's most well known for his contribution to Vampire Hunter D and the Final Fantasy series, as well as his collaboration with English graphic novelist Neil Gaiman on Sandman and Dream Hunters. He's been in the anime industry since he was 15 when he joined the veteran studio Tatsunoko and has contributed to many anime and video game projects. Um, On the page, it just has this one image here above a uh, screen cap from the film, but 
I'm not sure if there's like a whole you know gallery of it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I found a while ago a tarot deck that was uh, done in a that Amano did, and all, and I recognized the style like right away. I, I first thought it was like a Final Fantasy themed uh, tarot deck, but nope, it's just normal Amano work. I'm like, oh wow, that's actually really nice. I enjoy Amano. Mm. We all do. I, I just wish his uh, signature wasn't so fucking expensive, or I would have him sign my art book. Well, I missed him the two times he was at a con, so I was like... Fuck. How expensive are we talking? Uh, pretty damn expensive. Are we Triple digit? Are we talking... Yes. Um, are, we talking a month, are we talking a month's worth of rent here? Um, it's not that bad, but, uh... Yeah, anybody that gets autographs from, like, Stanley and stuff like mm -hmm. that, it's up there. Mm. Ouch. I feel your pain. Yeah, like, somebody is actually selling something with his signature on it for, you know, $1,300. Jesus. Fuck. Is it personalized or no? No. Okay, yeah, here's because here's the thing, people. In case you didn't know, it's a taboo to get a voice actor or celebrity in the industry's autograph and turn around and sell it. Hell, that's just taboo in general, more or less. But that's why a lot of people ask, you know, who do I make it out to? Yeah, that's why when you get an autograph, they ask for your name, so that way you can't sell it. But then it does happen where there are some. Uh, some guests, even Japanese guests, will just sign it and just move along because they don't really know. Either that they think they don't see that as an issue. I mean, I do have, I would say at least 85% of my autographs are personalized. And I'm, pers I'm personally okay with that. Because, yeah, everyone gets personalized, but you know what? I was one of, I would say, look, I'm one of the 100, 150 people at this con that got a personalized autograph from this person. So I'm perfectly okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind the whole selling of autograph thing, but to me, the whole autograph thing itself is just the experience of mm -hmm. being up there and, you know, here, here's my stuff. But yeah. a lot of the, like, the voice actors and stuff, the fact that people are selling those autographs when they go to conventions all over the place and it's not hard to get, mm -hmm. and you can actually, you know, a lot of them, you can just send them your stuff with, you know, a stamped envelope or something like that so they can send it back to you and they just go ahead and sign the shit for you? I mean, I remember when I was... I was looking up a gift for for my friend uh, Lisa Ortiz. For those who don't know, she is the voice of Lena Inverse from The Slayers, also Amy Rose in Sonic X, and various roles on Pokemon. I was looking for, you know, something to give as, as a gift, and I noticed when I was going through eBay an autographed Lena Inverse uh, autographed Lena Inverse plushie that she autographed at a con not even a few, not even six months ago that she was at on, on eBay. And I was just thoroughly disgusted with that. I mean, I get it if you're kind of like you kind of need the cash for various reasons, but if you're just doing it to flip a profit, come on. You ain't got to do that. You, you really don't. 
You know, and as I said, a lot of these voice actors, they go to all of these different conventions. Mm -hmm. They don't mind signing stuff. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, you know, they have, you can send stuff to their, either their agent or wherever they're doing the voice acting for. And they'll go ahead and sign it as long as you send them a, you know, a way to send it back to you that's not going to cost them money. Right. Okay. You're up next, Marco. Yeah. So, for those of you that may not know, um, uh, David Ogden Steers passed away uh, just the other day. Um, While, you know, most people of a certain age would probably know him from MASH. Mm -hmm. I, I remember MASH. Uh, those of us in the age now, uh, he was a big voice actor for Disney. So he's done a lot of Disney movies, but he's also done a lot of the English dubs for the Miyazaki movies. Uh, so he was Cogsworth and the narrator in the animated Beauty and the Beast. He was Dr. Jumba in uh, the Lilo and Stitch film, but his Miyazaki uh, voices, he was Grandpa Piccolo in uh, Porco Rosa. He was Kamaji in Spirit Away. And he was the narrator in uh, My Neighbors, the Yamadas. And then he also reprised his roles for Cogsworth and Jumba in the Kingdom Hearts games. Anyone else geared up for uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 while we're at it? <laughs> well, we'll know more about that at E3, so... Yeah, whenever it actually, you know, happens to come Drop. through. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting impatiently for it. Like I said, when it drops, I'll probably pick it up and then pick up the PS4 around the holidays when they do like the Black Friday $200 special, so. Yeah, if that comes out for Xbox, I'll probably just get it for Xbox. Mm. Because the way it's looking, freaking Final Fantasy 7 ain't coming out anytime soon anyway. <laughs> And they and if they come out with a limited edition FF seven PS four console, depending on the price, I may pick it up and sell my my old one if that if that if I have not gotten a PS four by then. But anything's plausible. Okay. Um, got that out the way. Let's see. What else do we have here tonight? Oh, Ari, you like card games. I do, yes. So what's up with the Death Note one? Well, after spawning videos, games, escape games, and popular convention variation on a Mafia Party game, Death Note is returning as a new form of a real-world challenge. IDW Games will release the Death Note Confrontation card game on June 6th. The card game will recreate the story of Sugumi Oba and Takahashi Takeshi Obata's original manga, 
in which eccentric Detective L tries to identify and bring justice to megalomaniac serial killer Kira. In the new game, L lures Kira with targets while Kira continues to bring his own form of punishment to those he views as wicked. In the two-player game, each player takes on one of the two key roles and uses a notebook to try and locate Kira as L or gain enough victory points as Kira. You got a detective notebook, death book notebook, 40 suspect cards, 24 lead cards, two wooden tokens, four plastic cards, three custom dice, and a rule book for about 30 bucks. That's about a 30-minute card game. Hmm. So the game itself is standalone. It's like they're building a, an entire you know Death Note card game franchise. Mm, that makes it easier. So it sounds kind of like a clue-type thing, just without a, a board. So you say it was in the study with the candlestick and Colonel Mustard? Or, mm. or, or freaking Kira with the death note in the billiard room. <laughs> that reminds me, I actually, I actually posted the meme game for sale on my Amazon storefront. And if it's yeah. like, buyers yet? No, but if it actually sells, I've actually made a profit off it because I only paid eight dollars for the game. So I'm huh. selling it for like about twenty bucks, which is about the price it's going for all over Amazon. So. We'll see. That reminds me, a couple weeks ago, I was at a game night at my friend's house, and one of the games they played was this card game where it's like, like you know how in a Step Brothers where they were getting to know each other and they do a thing where they say they say their favorite you know things like at the same time. Mm-mm, I have never watched. Um, I've never seen Step Brothers. But it's like. <clears throat> It was like a whole game like that, only like for like different topics and subjects. And one of them, like one of us, like a kids category, and it says a children's card game. The uh, like the other guy was like paired up with me. Said, uh, "I think go fish," and I just blurted out Yu-Gi-Oh, and everyone else in the room just kind of fucking looks at me. <laughs> and not not one of my friends. If yeah, if I was pretty with it, I would have said the exact same thing because I know how you think. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure if I would pick this up because you know money troubles. I'm sure a lot of people are going to play it and find it fun though. Eh, definitely. All right, let's see what's going on here. Along with that. Okay, now let's talk Shonen Jump. Yes. This it looks like the staff of a three-part art exhibition honoring the 50th anniversary of Weekly Shonen Jump put out by Shuisha. In the magazine, it was revealed that a key visual for the exhibit will be revealed on the third part on on Monday on the exhibit's official website at shonenjump.com/j/sp_toshokan that a jump library will be running from March 15th to the 26th. This library will run at the Hills Cafe space located near the Tokyo Mori Arts Center Gallery in the, in the Roppongi Hills complex. The library will have most of the magazine's volumes from launch year to this year's 14th issue, which will ship on March 5th, available to read for free. More than 2,000 issues will be available. In addition, the event space will offer latte drinks with the magazine's logo on top as several collaboration drinks. That's going to be pretty cool. 
The exhibit debuted at Rapongi Hills Complex on July 18th, and the first main part called Solcon 50 Shunen Kinen Shukan Shonen Jump 10 Volume 1 Solcon 1980 Nendai Densetsu no Hajimari, which translates to 50th Anniversary of Weekly Shonen's Jump First Issue Exhibition, Volume 1 First Issue 1980s, Beginning of the Legend, which ran from July 18th to October 15th. The second uh, book um, is, if I'm looking at it correctly, will be held this year from the 19th to the March 19th to June 17th, which is Soulcon 50 Shunen Kinen Shukan Shonen Jump 10, Volume 2, 1990 Nendai, Busu 653 Manbu no Shogeki. Okay. Then you'll have the third part. Soulcon 50 Shunen Kinen Shukan Shonen Jump 10 Volume 3 2000 Nendai Shinkasuryu Sakyo Zashino Ima which is 50th anniversary of Weekly Shonen Jump's first issue Volume 3 the 2000s now of the evolving strongest magazine from July 17th to September 30th other celebrate other inclusions for the celebration is a t-shirt reprinting of landmark issues a CD and a manga contest that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds fun. Yeah, a book nerd like you, Marco, will probably enjoy every, probably enjoy half of that. Probably. Mm. And now that we um got that out the way, uh, Marco, tell us about Gundam. So yeah, in Japan right now, they are doing. The Ultimate Gundam Ranking. It is being oh held, boy. Yes, it is being held nationwide, and it's including everything. Uh, so that is actually going on right now. You're being asked to vote in polls for favorite stuff, and it's a bunch of different things. It's from... All of the 59 TV shows, movies, OVAs, everything that has been created up to the 2017's Gundam Gundam Build Fighter Battlelog. So there are four main categories. Uh, it's works, mecha, characters, and songs. So while it may seem simple, you're voting for everything. Everything that has been involved in Gundam from 1979 until 2017. So the first one is the work or series. And that could be anything from Mobile Suit Z Gundam, uh, Gundam Wing Endless Waltz, Gundam Wing, Gundam Wing, Gundam Wing, and Gundam Wing. <laughs> hey, uh, Marco, I'm noticing a pattern coming hey, here. Hey, Marco Truck, can you say that again? Um, vote for fucking Gundam Wing. Anyway. Uh, it's actually including the SD Gundam Battle Warriors crap, too. Hey. The little... Hey, I enjoyed that, but you have to admit that's really weird for them to be including that type of Gundam show in there, too. Anyway, the next thing that you will be able to vote on is, uh, Characters, and there are over 2,000 of them to choose from. 
you're able to vote for up to five per person. You cannot vote for the same character multiple times. Uh, and yeah, but there are over 2,000 choices in that particular category. I bet your Alina Peacecraft doesn't get any votes. <laughs> Hang the bitch! <laughs> <laughs> After I that, bad for saying that. <laughs> don't feel bad. Fuck it's so out true. Of here. Look, look. You can get. All right, okay. It's like that meme. Everybody will be fighting over who is the best Gundam character. But when it comes to the most hated person in Gundam, everyone will sit there. Everybody agrees. And clinically, <laughs> together, like Parliament, be like, Relina Peacecraft, everybody will raise their hand. Yep. I should so actually that. make that into a meme. I really should. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so then the next category would be your mecha, and that includes over 900 pieces of technology. And it is not just the mobile suits, but any vehicle and weapon as well. And you're able to choose up to three of them. And it makes me wonder, since it does say vehicles, if a certain pink limousine will be included in that. <laughs> it says vehicles. Wait, wait. Pink limousine? Relinas? Fire the nukes. Hmm. And then, of course, the last category is the music category. And there are over 200 songs of which voters can select two. And some of the songs... I bet of those are remixes of Rhythm Emotion. Well, this isn't including remixes. This is just including the songs from the series themselves. But you have to keep in mind that some of these songs are actually done by very popular artists. Such as Gekt. Who has done a couple of different openings or endings. Mm -hmm. So voting will be held from March 2nd to midnight on April 20th, where the results will be announced on a massive televised event, which is going to be called the All Gundam Grand Vote. And that will be done on May 5th on NHK BS Premium. It's going to be a three and a half hour program that will take a look yeah, at Gundam's four decades of... Uh, being around <laughs> before that they will be doing an hour-long retrospective on gundam history japan takes its gundam very very seriously <gasps> yeah and then during that hour special they will announce the interim results and yeah so it also doesn't look like there's any restriction on voting from overseas so if you do want to vote, it's www.nhk.or.jp slash anime slash Gundam. Let the ballot stuffing commence. And if you, you know, want to see a happy Mako, you know who to vote for. Gee, I really don't know. I don't, no. I, I don't. I really don't know what your favorite Gundam series is. You've never really mentioned it. Um, you know, I think this is one of the few times you've actually talked about uh, Gundam on the show. So, 
Yeah, you know, it's just, it's it's never been one of those things that I needed to be into. You know, it's, it's not like I, I wrote fan fiction or anything like that having to deal with it. it. It's not like I've got custom-made plushies or anything. True, I mean... Motherfucker, the, sar- the ratings and the sarcasm detector are going off the charts. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's not like... I don't think it's not like I've ever cosplayed from it or anything like that, you know. I mean, I've watched an episode of Gundam Wing here and there. It's it's all right, you know. So, <laughs> I can just picture Ari going, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> I'm sitting here with a half smile, shaking my head back and forth. <laughs> And I can't decide if I want to put my hand, like, pressed against my sinuses or my eyebrows. Well, you can always pull a gorilla monsoon and go, Will you cut out? <laughs> I, I, I have to say, though, not only was this my introduction to Gundam, but it was my introduction to Yaoi, too. Oh, good uh, lord! Of course it was. <laughs> I just have to put that out there. If I had the record skip sound effect, I would have played it. Everybody's got your first. Oh, good lord. <laughs> you need Jesus. Uh, no, 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 I don't think so. God damn. Because <laughs> he's just going to roll his eyes and turn his face away. What are we going to do with you, Mako chan? To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase LOW. I've got a couple of suggestions, but they're not safe for work. And it's also illegal in 17 states. That's it? Yeah. Man, when the Republicans took over, they they did some changes. You're welcome. <laughs> what can I say? But you're welcome. <laughs> and on that note, yeah, can we move on, please? Ari, given what we just, what you just went through, and what's coming up next, are you sure? Yeah, let's just rip this band-aid right off. No, no, no. see, see, <laughs> not for nothing. I, I tried to go, I, I found some, like, really interesting news. And then the last one, it's not even Japan. I just, I had to put that last one up there. Well, because last week, um, last week's show, yeah. yeah. I can only do what Japan gives me. You got Ichigo with the goddamn Daikon body pillow, and I kind of want to buy it for her just because. That thing's so freaking cute, though. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on, who doesn't want a sexy radish pillow? <laughs> Raditz. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Go on, enjoy your yaoi. <laughs> no, no. Draw me like your French art. 
models. <laughs> yeah, no. Anywho, I you know what? Since you've been so hyped about the Olympics, you take the first one and I'll take the second one. Okay, so just piss on Ari then. God damn it. <laughs> Literally, anyway. Remember, so, remember Ari, what? this was her, not me. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. The 2020 Tokyo Olympics, uh, now that the Winter Olympics for this year are over, everybody's getting really hyped for two years from now, and I'm excited because yay Japan, and the mascots have finally been chosen, they were in, uh, there were two mascots, one for the Olympics, one for the Paralympics, there were three different uh, versions, I guess I'll say, mm -hmm. put out that were the, uh, I guess, the finalists. And then the children of Japan were able to vote on which ones they wanted. The categories for these little mascots was uh, basically the uh, kind of like a mecha data kind of look. Mm -hmm. uh, the last one was a much more traditional fox and raccoon. And then uh, the second one was a more cartoony looking uh, like spirits. weather. Yeah, like weather spirits. So the ones that won were the mascots that gave more of a uh, digital look to them. Mm-hmm. Which it mixes modern futuristic touches with the checkered pattern called Ichimatsu Moyo, which is a popular motif in kimono design and other traditional visual arts in Japan. So the one for the Olympics is white and dark blue and kind of has a, you know, anthropomorphic cat look. The one for the Paralympics Still has that kind of cat look, but it's pink and white, and actually has uh, sakura blossoms on it. So they're very, very cute, and I'm very, very excited, because that means that there will be plushies out for them, and I will own them. But yes, we do finally have our mascots for the 2020 Olympics. Aren't you happy? I am because they're adorable and I want them now. <laughs> but the voting right now is going on to name the two mascots. They have not been named yet. So once that is done, the mascots will have their name and then they will probably go into huge productions to sell lots and lots of merch because Japan is good for selling lots and lots of merch. And then I will have to buy lots and lots of merch. And that's not killing the bootleggers either. Nah. No. It's it's a little bit crazy. But I'm I'm very excited. I think they chose the correct mascots for the timing and for just what Japan is known for. Japan is definitely known for big technological advances. 
And I think that will go over well more with the worlds than their kind of traditional animals and spirit things. But yeah, excited. They're so cute. Just wait till the video games come out by Nintendo. Yeah. On the Switch. Yep. And watch Mako Chan get online and get a Switch. Nope. Yes. Nope. <laughs> yes, because it won't be a 3DS port. <laughs> well, I know there won't be a 3DS port. The 3DS is basically dead since they're not making Pokemon for it anymore. They said that? Yeah. What did the, they say that the shit? Newest, the newest Sun and Moon that came out, they basically announced that that is the last Pokemon game that will be coming out for the 3DS. They're going to work now for the Switch. Well, because I, the Switch is also a portable device. True. But Motherfucker, now I gotta get a Switch. But it's still two different things. They're still gonna produce games for it. I, I think... You know, honestly, I think... No, they've, they've stated that the RPG-style Pokemon game that everybody knows and loves, that the new version of Sun and Moon that came out will be the last ones for the 3DS. No, no, that's not... That does not mean that they are not also working on a new handheld. That's what I was saying. That's what I was trying mm-hmm. to get into. Because I was saying, they're still going to make games. I just meant games in general... And it's oh yeah, no, a, they're, they're, they're actually working on right now yeah. a Pokemon game like the ones that they've been working on for the 3DS for the Switch. Yeah. I mean... Mainly because everybody's been bitching for it. I mean, what more can they do on the, on the handheld console side? I mean, you got 3D. What's the next one going to be? 4D, where you play the game and Deadpool... Deadpool. Virtual reality. Virtual reality or 4D, where it's just Deadpool breaking the fourth wall every time you lose a game. That would work, too. Of course it would for you. But, yeah, they did try to, you know, if they could do a better attempt at virtual reality than a virtual boy, then by all means, but... Oh, God, don't bring that up, no, please. No, here's my thing. If they just come out with, like, because here's something. They had these lenticular reflective 3D glasses for 3D gaming for the Sega Master System. Now, they can come up with special glasses that give, like, that mixed reality that they have for, like, the Windows PCs and stuff. If they could do something like that at a reasonable cost, you're golden. But all they have to do is make it reasonably priced, get some really good games, and do some upscaling ports. I think Nintendo has something there. But we will see. Yeah, the the good thing with Nintendo is that Pokemon sells Nintendo. Alright. Oh, side note, everybody wave at the chat room. Ichigo's here. Hi! Hi, Ichigo. Okay. And it's interesting timing, too, because we're getting ready to talk about idols. Now, here's something interesting. A Japanese idol group bans all gifts from fans to teen singers to help protect their values. That sounds interesting. After fans continue to ignore requests of what of regarding what types of presents are appropriate, the group institutes a blanket ban. So here's the thing. There are different ways idol singer fans show their devotion to their favorite songstresses. Some buy multiple copies of each and every physical media released from the group. Others grab their glow sticks and perform intense Voltagi dance routines from the crowd at their live performances with the proper colors and so forth. 
And then you got the super fans who send presents directly to their favorite idol unit, perhaps specifically for the member they're the fondest of. But however, fans are going to find another way to tell the six members of Baton Shoujo Tai, S-H-O-W-J-O-T-A-I, that they're cheering for them because the group's manager has announced no more presents. All presents from fans are rejected. As their manager, uh, Satoshi Kojin, says on their official blog, from, as of March 1st, five days ago, we are installing a new policy of uniformly rejecting all presents given by fans to members of Baton Shoujo Tai. Until now, we have rejected gifts of food, drinks, gift certificates, and expensive items, but from now on, all gifts will be rejected. He explains that despite repeated requests for fans after saying gifts of the specific classes mentioned, there has been no noticeable decrease in such activity, especially for gift certificates and expensive items. It's gotten to the point where disposing of these restrictive presents, as well as storing them in the interior, has become such a major time drain. And Koji goes on to express another concern that the effects of such pricey presents can have on a mental development of the members, which range in age from 14 to 18, which I kind of get. We're also concerned that if idols, who are girls in their teens, receive expensive gifts from fans, there is the possibility that it will warp their mental and social values. So we're taking this opportunity to restrict any and all presents from fans. In other words, they want to keep them as humble and into their roots as possible. Makes sense. Mm. It definitely makes sense. You don't want them to, you know, be that young and... Get a big head about yourself? Yeah, pretty much. Kojin went on to say fans will still be able to send fan letters, but he's markedly mum on a few other issues practicing gifts for idols. Sometimes gifts are disturbingly inappropriate, such as the idol who receives semen-stained teddy bears on multiple occasions... Or the male Ew. dance, or the male dance troupe that was given a plushie with a hidden GPS device, which we talked about like what two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And the prior, so we probably talked about that last year too. We probably did. There's also the possibility when fans give idols extravagant presents, it's not so much the patronage of the arts as it's to attempt to create a personal connection and/or sense of obligation to satisfy the fans' obsessive possessiveness. So it's like. It's one thing to give like a present or a gift that's like cool, awesome, thank you. It's nothing to give like something that's so deep, so personal to gain personal points or favoritism with that idol singer. When idol singer Mayu Tomita was stabbed more than 20 times by a fan in 2016, the attacker told police his actions were motivated because she did not accept a wristwatch he had sent her. Now, However, just because Kojin isn't explicitly mentioning such deplorable behavior by fans, it doesn't mean it's not, it isn't part of impetus, bat and shoulder tie, new, no gift rule, as it can simply be a case of not wanting to upset the delicate balance between arm's length objectivity, personal support, personal emotional support that exists between fans and performers for the most successful idol groups. And by taking the question of whether or not to accept a fan's gift out of the idol's hands, Hopefully, he's also helping to shield them from unwarranted anger from unbalanced individuals who take such rejection personally. Okay. Yandere fans. Mmm, that's putting it lightly. And as Ichi Ogami says, I personally don't know if I would keep stuff because I would also test with a blacklight. 
<laughs> that reminds me about something I heard at work the other day, and I'm just like, okay. And as Bob Coffey says, staff usually screens all that stuff, so it's rare, if not impossible, for any of the bad stuff to make it through. All right. All right, Ari. <clears throat> a Chinese boy unleashes a torrent of pee on elevator control panel and regrets it immediately. What? I... <sighs> it's common sense to respect the facility. It literally carries life in its cradle, but... If the humble elevator decides to take a break, the best one can do is wait it out, even if it takes five hours. However, one boy from Chongqing City in China decided to throw a rationale out the window when he entered and left on February 23rd. Checking out a nearby advertisement while nonchalantly unzipping his pants, he took a piss on the control panel. And the footage makes it clear that it was intentionally malicious, seeing that he actually walked closer to the buttons and indulged in a Real life Splatoon? Oh, for fuck's sake. With the amount of disrespect pouring on the control panel, okay, that was pretty funny. <laughs> it doesn't come as a surprise that the system is short circuited, trapping the boy in the elevators confined space together with his rank urine. Didn't take long before he was rescued from his predicament, although he was safe. The surveillance video somehow leaked, in quotes onto the internet, bringing with him a flood of scathing comments. When the boy's parents were confronted about their son's nefarious deed, they doubted the authenticity of the video, claiming he wasn't tall enough to piss directly onto the control panel. And we've got comments like, the elevator hit in rage mode? Sure a lot of people peeing in elevators these days. What kind of an excuse is that? What kind of people are they not mid-fault when there's clear video evidence like that? Why didn't the guy get his dick electrocuted by this? Seriously, like that, like electricity should have, like arced from the shorting out control panel straight into his dick. So like, so like Vegeta getting punched in the dick. No, this is much. This is much more painful. Mm. Also, Maka, what the fuck is your problem finding this? It, I, it was just there. Well, you know, I mean, theoretically, it's not like it's a third rail. Where, so you know, if it's a third rail, I can see him getting electrocuted by that. But the, the bulk of the electronic components are kind of sealed up in there. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Ari? Yes? <laughs> How long have you known me? Too long. <laughs> why are you not- Why are you surprised that I did this? I don't know! <laughs> Bob Coffee, he caught it. He caught it! Thank you! <laughs> 
Well, at least you didn't play the remix. I wasn't even sure that was going to come through properly, so... This 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 was a quick one, but to be perfectly honest, this is all there is for that. It's not even all that quality is good. Oh god damn it! Yeah, well, the man had it coming. Literally. <laughs> I guess that's what I get for opening my mouth, huh? You gotta be careful with that one. <laughs> yeah, I phrased that very, very poorly. <laughs> yeah, because you might end up with a golden shower. Oh my god. Can, can, can we conclude this please sure you have to do a number one or a number two? Oh god damn you <laughs> <laughs> and that's it anime jam session will never be airing again <laughs> what are you talking about you had about? your fun <laughs> what are you talking about that is one of the highest rated shows on the VOG network let the pissing continue well, it's not like we have sponsors to piss on anyway, so. Or piss off. Or piss. Why did you go? Why did you go with piss on? I don't I see know. where your brain is. I'm tired. Shit, leave me alone. Piss off. No, you piss off, mate. No, you piss off. Oh, good Lord Almighty! See what you started. Yeah, well. Can't take you anywhere. Nope. Now that we've bought up enough time to catch up to where we are, we're going to take our final break of the night. So, we'll be back. Come on. 
That was a good show now, wasn't it? It kind of took a turn south towards the end. Oh. You can blame Mako-chan for that one. Yep. <sighs> so, anywho, if you like the show, tell a friend. Then turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters, and we do this for the fun of it. If you have any ideas about the show, thoughts, complaints, Good stuff, bad stuff, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post our anime reviews, cosplay tutorial reviews, links to our photos and videos and our podcasts, and other cool stuff as well. So that's again animejamsession.com. And don't forget, our podcast is posted on our website on Thursdays and Fridays. And we're also on other sites as well. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and post it weekly on the VOG Network forums. Um, I'm also working on getting our show posted on a couple other sites, so we'll st- stick around and we'll let you know. Once those are populated, we'll tell you where to find them, and we'll probably put links to it on our website. And then there's our social media pages, youtube.com slash TV, where we post our convention videos. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session, where we let you know when we're going live with the show and other information in regards to our website and cons. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Um, that's where we post our uh, photos and links to our podcasts and other cool stuff. And I just want to say to everybody who supports us on our social media pages, thank you so much for your love and support. We could not do this show without you. And don't forget to check it all back at vognetwork.com. So I'm going to go around the room. Last words. Last words, Ari. <clears throat> How appropriate that I found this piece of information out today. The phrase dumpster fire has been added to the dictionary. I read that on my way home tonight. Yeah, I read that too. How apropos. I, I'm talking about it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> At least it w- wasn't a piss fire, so. Last words, Mako. I'm going to enjoy my day off tomorrow. You do that. My last words is, I don't know, I was, I was going to go do something, but I forgot, but it'll come back to me. No harm, no foul. But that is it. End of show. 
We'll be back next week um, with a brand new episode. I'm working on a special anime Matsuri episode down the pipe. I'd like to have it out before the end of the month, but we will see. Got some stuff. It'll really be pretty fun. Yeah, I think y'all will enjoy it. Okay. I think it's time to finally get up on out of here. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. I'll take it. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!